So back in 2007, there was a movie called uh, The Bucket List. It was quite popular uh, with Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman. And <clears throat> they find themselves on opposite ends of the economic spectrum. Jack Nicholson is very, very rich and <clears throat> lives a lavish lifestyle and likes to, likes to show off his wealth. Morgan Freeman, on the other hand, has a much more uh, reserved bank account. Uh, bottom line, they find themselves in a hospital and both are diagnosed with lung cancer. And so they have, they're given about six months to live. <clears throat> so in the ensuing conversation, they decide to put together a bucket list and do all the things that they haven't done during their lives. You know, all the things that maybe their careers, their families uh, stopped them from doing. So now that they only have six months to live, let's do everything that we've always wanted to do, you know, before we go. Now, it's, it's a, an interesting premise for, for a movie. And I think in real life, some people do, do this too. Um, hopefully, they don't wait until they have some sort of a, a diagnosis to, to think about these things. But the, what I find interesting about it, though, is that and it actually shows in the movie, not that I'm, I'm, I'm hailing the movie as a, uh, a work of art or something, some sort of a, some sort of a, a revelation of, of, of a person's heart, but what it does show, or what can happen in these kind of bucket list ideas, is that all, these idea, all of these, these uh, pleasures, all of these highlights that we thought would make us happy, as you go through your list and you tick them all off, I think you discover that you ultimately bring your own heart with you to all of these places or all of these things that you wanted to visit, all these uh, situations, all of these pleasures you wanted to find yourself in. Um, you bring yourself, you bring your own brokenness with you. I think we have this idea that, that changing our surroundings, that <clears throat> if, um, if I looked better, if I lived somewhere else, or if I could, you know, as they do in the movie... Um, you know, they rent a, when they buy a very expensive American sports car, uh, Shelby, and drive it through the desert, and they ride on motorbikes, and they go to the Great Wall of China, and you know all these kind of things, and do a skydive, right? So, not necessarily bad things in and of themselves, but they ultimately discover that that everywhere they go, they bring themselves, they bring their own hearts, so they bring their own woundedness, they bring their own broken families in here, regardless of where they are, regardless of what they do. Jesus says to his disciples, stay awake because you do not know the day when your master is coming. You may be quite sure of this. If the householder had known at what time of the night the burglar was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have allowed anyone to break through the wall of his house. We don't know how long we have. It's a sobering thought, especially for us from Tipperary now recently, just with the, the four young people killed last week on the way to a Leaving Cert Results celebration, and another family this week now, two grandparents and a grandchild. It's just, it's, it's sobering. We, we should never live in fear. We, should, we don't need to live in fear of death at all. But it's just, it's sobering to, to, to be reminded of the fact that we're not actually here forever. We're not here forever. But rather than have a bucket list of uh, experiences or pleasures that we want to get through before we die, there are much, much, much more important things. And that's what the Lord is saying here. He's saying to get things right with the Master, which is Him. So before, before the Lord calls us, and we will be called, you know, so like even if, <clears throat> if we, whatever length of life we have, whatever quality of life we had, uh, it, it has a beginning, and it, it, on, on earth here, that life has an end. 
where we go after this world lasts forever. Lasts forever. So even if, if life appeared unjust while we were here, it, w- it will end, it will end, it will end. But what happens afterwards lasts forever. Where we go afterwards, I mean, our eternal home is supposed to be heaven. But the choice is ours. So where do we go? The Lord asks us to stay awake, to stay prepared. So what does he want us to do? I think staying awake means maintaining a relationship with him. Now, if we haven't got one, building a relationship with him. So on a daily basis, to stay in contact with him. On a daily basis, to pray. Dedicate time to prayer. If we don't dedicate, how how is it said? We cannot pray at all times, as St. Paul asks, asks us to do. We cannot pray at all times if we do not pray at specific times. Right? So if there aren't kind of specific times of your day dedicated to prayer, there's no point to even attempting to pray all of the time. Now we can pray, obviously we can pray working, we can pray in a chapel here where we're blessed to live in a place where there's a chapel, so it makes it a bit easier for us. But you can pray, you can pray driving, you can pray preparing a meal, you can pray hoovering, whatever it may be. But to pray, to spend our, 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 our day with a much more deliberate connection with God. And the reason for that is, one day, you're going to see him. Do you remember playing hide-and-seek years ago? And the poor little child had to count to 100, do his best. He gets to 30 and starts getting all confused. Uh, so he starts making up numbers. But anyway, eventually, after counting to his made-up 100, well, what do you shout? Ready or not, here I come. And it's a little similar, <laughs> just it's not a game, but it's a little similar with God. Time will eventually come where he's going to say, ready or not, here I come. I want him to find me ready. I want to be ready. I get things right with him. And then I want to get things right with those around me, like family members. All of those situations that can be very painful within families especially if, if there are people who have hurt us who've already passed away and coming to a place of reconciliation with them or estranged family members, children who, who no longer speak to us, all this kind of, all of these, these like real life problems. You know what I mean? These are far more important to deal with than before I die, I want to do a skydive. So the Lord wants us to, to stay awake. We stay in touch with him. We stay praying to him. And then he will inspire how we can repair the relationships, uh, these important, really important things, these really important aspects of our lives. Therefore, too, you, therefore, you too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Lord Jesus, help us to prepare today, but without fear. Help us to be aware today of the value of today. And the responsibility, the power that you place in my hands today to do good, to be reconciled with you, to be reconciled with, uh, with others. Lord, may I be ready on the day you call. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, this is Father Patrick Cahill here. Thank you so much for joining us for our homilies here on YouTube or whatever platform 
you're listening on. Uh, I work here in a place called Holy Family Mission where we form young people in the faith. We have a great need here in Ireland and indeed across the world of knowing our faith and being capable of going out there and sharing it uh, competently with others. If we can't understand our faith, if we don't know our faith, we can't uh, bring anybody into it. No one is brought into the faith. Uh, no one is compelled to come into the faith. People see us live the faith. So in order to, to live it, we have to know what the Lord is expecting of us. So our goal here is to form young people in the faith, and we're starting into our eighth year now, which is a great privilege and uh, a great joy for us all. We're starting on 24th of September. We are in need of benefactors, though. Uh, we have a, a beautiful house which was given to us here by the Rossmanian order. Uh, it's fantastic, it's wonderful, but it is high maintenance, and these days all those things are very expensive. If you feel the Holy Spirit moving your heart to support our mission here in Holy Family, we're hoping to raise about €25,000 before uh, 20, the 24th of September, before the start of the year here. We're about, we have about 10000 raised so far, but we need your help to, to get to 25 if we can. We have some renovations to do on the house here, and we need to support uh, our young people as they come in here to start this year of faith formation. So if the Holy Spirit is asking you to prayer to support us financially, please, please do so on our website, holyfamilymission.ie. Uh, if not, please pray for us. Please pray that uh, our mission here will always be protected and that we'll always do the will of God and that his glory may be made manifest in all that we do and all that is done through Holy Family and all that, that they do, uh, all that the Holy Family Mission team will do throughout the year and all that the alumni will do uh, in their various workplaces uh, and study uh, universities, colleges, wherever they'll be afterwards. We ask that the Lord will always guide them to be effective ministers of uh, Christ's word in the world. So please feel free uh, to support our mission and please pray for us. God bless. Bye now.